Okay, so I'm going to go over some of the frames of references that were in the psych chapter of Therapy Ed. Uh, I'll try and add some more from the PDFs after if I have time. So MOHO, volition, habituation, performance capacity, the act of doing, um, environment impacts task demands, resources, and constraints, eval methods for MOHO, our history, goals, volition, habits, performance, tools are the OCARES, um, which is, what is the OCARES stands for? The Occupational Circumstances Assessment Interview. And then the OSA, which is the Occupational Self-Assessment. So they both are O1s for MOHO. And then there's the role checklist, interest profile, school setting interview for kids, and volitional questionnaire. Yeah, that's about it for MOHO. Just really think about what motivates them. Um... Oh, actually, I had a test question about it, and it said, um, oh, yeah, just habit changing and motivation was about in my home. PEO model, person, environment, occupation. The main thing you want to see with this is the environment. Performance is dynamic, transaction, transactional with environment. Um, so basically, it changes with the environment. Eval methods are performance issues, emphasize environment, client-centered, um, intervention is environment important, temporal nature is constantly changing, and it's uh, flexible interventions. Also, there's the PEOP model, which is pretty much the same thing. Um, I didn't really find that much difference from it, but it's person, environment, occupation, and then performance. So for PEOP, you want to modify the environment again. Um, or occupation to reduce demands, address personal goals, and to use developed skills. So then uh, the lifestyle performance model, which I've never heard of until I read this chapter, is the doing elements, match between environment and needs, mastery and competence, total activity has meaning, personal pleasure, and internal gratification, competence, and achievement come from outcomes. This is the lifestyle performance model is really like how you do on things kind of impacts how important they are to you, how you feel about them. So you want to help people um, achieve and master. There's 10 human needs, autonomy, which is self-determination, individuality, self-differentiation, um, affiliation, belonging, volitional, Alternatives, I don't know what that, validation, uh, predictability, we need a cause and effect, self-efficacy, adventure, and reflection. So I think it's just more the things that we need out of um, occupations, like we need to feel like we're doing them good, we need to feel like we're different than other people, um, we need to feel that if we study for two hours for a test, this, we're going to pass, like, kind of like stuff like that is kind of what I got from the lifestyle performance model. What we... Um, expect out of things when we start working harder or start trying to engage more. Um, that is kind of what I thought about for that. Um, so yeah, so the four domains are self-maintenance, intrinsic gratification, societal contribution, and reciprocal relationships are the things. So any... Um, Interventions that promote these things are important for this model. EHP, Ecology of Human Performance. 
the context and how environment impacts performance. Um, oh, yeah, so EHP is context. So that's more cultural, social, uh, temporal, all those different things. But again, um, I had a question on this in the test, and it was like about um, beating skills at a restaurant, and one of them was like take a kid to a candy shop to or have them eat ice cream at the ice cream store, something like that. So the context is really important for this one. Um, it's person, task, context, and personal context. And all of these kind of personal context and task interaction. So EHP, person, task, context, personal context, task, interaction. So it's the three things and then how the three things interact, person, task, context, and how they all interact. Um, context is dynamic, has a reciprocal relationship with person. Uh, roles in life are made up of tasks. Transaction between environment, person, and task. And Okay, I said that already like three times. Um, the difference between personal and... Oh, there's a difference. So this says that there's a difference between personal... Um, in, in simulated tasks versus the actual one. So like practicing something isn't the same thing as doing it. So this one really focuses on making it as naturalistic as possible and as close to the real situation as you can. Evaluation methods are checklists. Sensory profile is used for this. Intervention. Oh, so this is the establish, alter, adapt, prevent, create. So those are kind of the three different, the five different things you focus on for this model. You either want to establish um, a skill, alter the environment, adapt, modify, change the context, or task for success, um, prevent, minimize risk, prevent bad things from happening, or create, enrich performances in person's context. So some of those things are a little similar, but just remember EHP is establish, alter, adapt, slash modify, prevent or create. Those are the five modes. So then the occupational adaptation approach. Um, this is adapting to the environment during transitional periods. Um, I had a question on that in AOTA. It's just helping people become kind of better with transitions and change, I think. Um, so this is the person, occupational environment, and the interaction between the three. Occupation is the means by which a person adapts to changing needs and conditions. Desire to participate is an intrinsic motivational force. A normative process pronounced during... Oh, yeah. So, kind of like these things come out during transitional periods is what this says. Um, it's pronounced during periods of transition. Greater importance of adaption, the harder it will be. So, the greater importance of like a big task, the harder it normally is. Um... Yeah, so the test question said, occupational adaption challenges ineffective adaptive responses and focused on enhanced occupational adaption. I don't know, it's kind of confusing, but... Um, so the evals you want to use for this are occupational environment, uh, role expectation, I don't know what these are, and potential... Oh, you just want to eval these things. These aren't evaluations, I don't think. Occupational environment the role expectation, and potential for adaption. So yeah, I don't know. Adaption, I just am kind of going to remember transitions and being able to adapt to these new 
demands, kind of, I guess. So role acquisition, skills to perform specific roles. Person employs social skills and tasks to meet role demands. Performance is either functional or dysfunctional in seven categories. These categories are tasks, skills, interpersonal, family interaction, ADL, school, work, play, leisure, recreation. Um, it focuses on temporal adaption, um, individual's orientation and ability to organize time. I don't know. That's kind of weird. So, yeah, I don't know about that. Skip that. But role acquisition is kind of just their ability to fill a role and the skills they have to be able to do that. Um, eval, data on function slash dysfunction, uh, intervention, acquisition of specific skills can be broken down or done in context. You can either do skill by skill for this or do it all in the actual context. It varies. Okay, next, cognitive disabilities. Um, basically, biological factors determine ability um, indicates potential for improvement. So if you have a certain condition, dementia, at this stage, there's a good chance you're not going to or you're not going to be able to probably do functional things at a certain level. So they don't really focus on trying to fix that. They focus on just working with where you're at. Um, so if, ca- if cognitive level can't change, you must just adapt to provide opportunities for success. So this is what the ACL is based on. Um, I'm just going to talk quickly. Three running stitches. Uh, hand skills. So that's what I'm going to remember for these things. To manipulate uh, limited tasks with long-term training. Four is the whip stitch. Uh, goal-directed actions. Simple tasks to a completion. Heavy reliance on visual cues, written directions. Can perform established routine, but not unexpected events. So yeah, four goal-directed actions. 4.6 to live alone. 4.0 you need supported living. supported living, 4.6 level alone. So there's kind of just a big variance in four. Probably the biggest one. Um, Yeah, four is the whip stitch. Should I already say that? Five is exploratory. Um, This is where people have trial and error, problem solving, and new learning at five. Um, And this is the cord of and stitch. So three, four, five are the ones I'm really going to focus on. At one, you're not really doing much, and two, you're still not doing much. One, it's automatic actions. Two, you're keeping your postural, postural actions. Um, and six, you're doing good. So I focus on three, four, five. Three is your hand skills. Manipulate. Four, goal direction actions. So you can do basic ADLs, um, and you can do tasks when given direction. Five, um, you don't really need those written cues anymore. You can use verbal cues um, and participate in trial and error and new learning. I said that twice, but the more the merrier. The evals for these are observe functional tasks. Um, you There's an intervention kit for activities for ACL and has a bunch of arts and crafts and you pick the ones based on their level and see how they do. Uh, the highest cognitive level. And then the eval methods are the ACL screen, which is the mother lacing, RTI, which is routine routine task inventory, which focuses on ADLs and info from caregiver, and then the cognitive CPT, cognitive perceptual test, maybe? I don't know what CPT stands for, but remember CPT is for cognitive disability model. It's functional performance for Alzheimer's. So yeah, cognitive disability is kind of just meeting them where they're at, not trying to 
force him to do any to go above and beyond but yeah um then psychodynamic slash psychoanalytic rarely used specialized training this is based on the unconscious and internal processes um that haven't been resolved since childhood or people don't even know that's going on it um says that these create behavior thoughts and emotions um and there's abnormal behavior when the forces are in conflict resolved when brought to consciousness so defense different oh yeah um okay oh cognitive behavioral therapy thoughts beliefs and behaviors uh especially effective depression Oh, it's especially, yeah. It's cognitive behavioral therapy, thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. It's especially effective with depression, alter negative thoughts, and correct misinterpretation of life events. Didactic um, explains the concept of CBT. So there's three components. Didactic, explain what you're trying to do. Cognitive techniques, try and change the thoughts. Um, maladaptive assumptions, and test the validity of them. And then behavioral create techniques to have them test thinking. Cognitive triad is kind of the repetitive pattern that people tend to think of. They have a negative self-evaluation, a pessimistic worldview. So negative self, I'm bad at everything. Pessimistic worldview, bad things happen to me. Hopelessness, it's never going to get better. So that's kind of the cognitive triad that people tend to fall in. Um, three basic things about CBT. T, um, oh, I thought I wrote some stuff down, um, oh, okay, so, CBT, you want to identify problems and potential solutions, active collaboration, identify distorted thinking patterns, insight to maximize function and quality of life, uh, you want to give them homework, schedule activities, smart, increasing mastery and pleasure, Cognitive rehearsal, role-playing, self-reliance, diversion techniques, um, which is like diverting thinking into positive, visual imagery, um, relaxation techniques. Psychoeducation is a really big part about um, CVT. I thought I wrote that somewhere. And let me just see what questions that I had about CVT. Because CVT comes up a lot, so I think it's a good thing to have down. Um, CBT. Oh, maybe I didn't get anything. Um, thought I had a question about. Yeah, just know that relaxation techniques, um, structure rethinking, um, psychoeducation. Those are all big things about that. And then DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, um, most effective for borderline personality disorder, address suicidal thoughts, action, self-injurious behavior, um, intervention, assertiveness. So no assertiveness for DBT. I had a question on that. Coping and interpersonal skills, emotional regulation, a strong therapist-client relationship is emphasized um for validation and confrontation so validating them but also confronting them when you have to uh get serious about things support and orientated build up strengths cognitive based recognize distorted thoughts collaborative workout problems with therapists it can be group and individual 
talk therapy and role playing are a big part. Recovery model, um, improve quality of life, self advocacy, and intrinsic motivation, hope for future. Uh, this focuses on self direction, consumers identified goals, individualized and person centered, unique based on all of person's experiences. Um, empowerment is really big. It wants people to have control over their lives and make decisions about their own recovery. Holistic, mind, body, spirit, community, um, nonlinear, strength-based, um, responsibility for your own personal commitment to self, hope about an optimistic future, family and community, support. Um, so some evals for, oh, sorry, I didn't say eval for CBT real quick. Um, CBT evals are kind of basic, but back depression inventory, you can complete it, um, in cognition. Okay. I didn't really have to say that, but recovery back to recovery. So you want to, um, give the people all the skills to empower their own life. Um, and the eval is quality of life interview, Oregon quality of life questionnaire and empowerment scale. So just think recovery, anything that says, you know, like quality of life, empowerment, that's recovery. You're trying to really inspire. And then additionally, the COPM, worker role interview, AMPS, and BARTH can be used. Oh, I explained the BARTH somewhere. Um, Intervention, wellness recovery plan is really important about the recovery model. It's called a RAP. It's kind of just what they're going to do to be on the track for recovery. Storytelling, share experiences, Increase stigma, advocacy, you want to teach them to act, be in activism for themselves, join support groups, and develop new skills. Overall, psychiatric rehab um, is nonlinear, it's person-specific, and goals is to control, compensate, and adapt to symptoms. Um, principles, individualization, client involvement, collab with team, community-based services, strengths focus, holistic, vocational focus, work is healing. So yeah, vocational is big for these clients. Work helps helps in all areas. Skills training, environmental modification, collab with fam. Outcomes. Um, so overall, evals, readiness for change is a really big one for psych. Um, essential to know that if people think that they have problematic behaviors and or things that they want to work on, um, is important to see if they think change is important. And assertiveness, community treatment, uh, helps restore function and improve role performance in the community. And then vocational rehab. Work is a natural activity based on belief that all individuals are capable of achieving success. All right, that's all I have for now. Um, I might add some more later. Okay, real quick, one more model I'm going to add is the co-op model, because it was on my test question. Um, The co-op is client-centered, performance-based, problem-solving through different strategies, and guided discovery. Um, Some strategies are coaching, modeling, and demonstration, different problem-solving, and opportunities for success. So co-op, you kind of just use a bunch of different strategies that work to get the kid to transfer and generalize learned skills. Um, skill acquisition and child-chosen task, development of cognitive strategies, generalization and transfer of learning is the main part of this model. So yeah, uh, you just want to, I think kind of like co-op, you want to cooperate with the kid and pick out things with them that they think will help them and they think are meaningful to learn new tasks. So yeah, that's it.